I don't remember when it was. It was within the past five episodes of this show. But I said the worst day to go to the store Thanksgiving week is the day before the day before Thanksgiving. And what did you do yesterday? Went to the store. I'm dumb. I, I thought you already went to the store, though. Like, I thought you had everything. You were planned out. I had everything except for, like, fresh vegetables, you know, potatoes, like those, like, produce type things. Okay. And then I added a couple things to the menu after seeing uh, Katie's pick me up yesterday. Yeah. That was full of recipes. So I had to go make a last minute run and I forgot that the Tuesday before Thanksgiving is the busiest day. So not only did I go to Costco, which I thought, mm. oh, I'll go as soon as it opens. That'll be not a problem. Wrong. Parking lot was already full. I also went to Whole Foods and to Kroger. All nice. three. How long did that take you? Um, Actually, you know what? I'm mad at myself for not listening to my own advice, but all of the stores were overly staffed and it was super efficient. It wasn't really a problem at all. No, there you go. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the fire pit that we have out on our patio that we're going to use Thanksgiving night. My name, I don't know why that was, that was really weird. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for sunsets. The uh, only issue that I had at the store during my errands yesterday was at Lowe's. And, and uh, you know that you're going to get heat for that, right? Why? Because I went to Lowe's and we live mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Yep. Well, they're going to say that I got what I deserved because I set down my item and walked out. I was so annoyed. If you do not know and you don't live in Atlanta or even if you do, I guess, um, Home Depot, Atlanta is home to Home Depot. So <laughs> the, the Lowe's just happened to be across the street from the Whole Foods that I went to. And that's why I went there. And I went to get a fire extinguisher because we have a fire pit outside and on Thanksgiving night. <laughs> That's so responsible. Right. And I, but I looked today and I was like, oh, the guard, the hose, the garden hose thing is like, it, it wouldn't be convenient to have a hose hooked up. Mm -hmm. So I thinking safety first, I'm like, well, we should have a fire extinguisher, but also knowing that your dad has a bit of a paranoia about fire. Yeah. He hates fire. And he's going to be over here too. I just thought that would be reassuring to him. So I went to get a fire extinguisher and there were, there was like one register open. There was a big, huge line of people there. And then a woman comes up and she says, I'm going to open aisle seven, ma'am, I'll take you. So she did the right thing. Like she took the, the next person in line mm -hmm. from aisle five right. and said, ma'am, I'll take you over at aisle seven. Well, another dude came out of nowhere and went right to the front of the line, cut that woman off. And I, oh, the cashier didn't say anything. I regret not saying something. What would you have said? I just wish I said, sir, we were all in line. The line's back here. This is, we're all in line. My mom would have done that. My mom is really good about that. Well, I wish I did. And then he ended up, it was not a simple transaction. 
So he was, I don't know what he was doing, but he was, it was an exchange and this, and I don't know, but it took a lot longer than it should have. And then the, the woman in front of me got up there and whatever she was buying was long and narrow. Mm -hmm. and, and the cashier spent way too long trying to scan the barcode. Like scan it didn't work. Scan it didn't work. Scan it didn't work. Scan it's it like didn't one work. of those what it, like smooth, a, like a out. skip from the office or something. Yes, where you were like, wait a minute, am I being punked right now? That's what it it's was. It's like a true test of your patience. Smoothed out the label. Scan it didn't work. Like breathed out, <gasps> wiped it off. Scan it didn't work. Pulled it tight. Scan and I was like, stuff Whoa. like that drives Chef nuts. So I I can imagine the inside of your head being like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So finally, at one point, I'm like. I've been to Costco. I've been to, to whole, I've been to three grocery, two grocery stores and one, whatever Costco is mm -hmm. considered. I've been to three very busy stores and had a more efficient, easier experience that I'm having here. So I just plopped the fire extinguisher down on the open cash register and just walked right out. It's my own protest. I don't think anybody saw me leave, but in my head, that was a protest. That was your protest. That was and my protest. Atlanta people will say. Well, serves you right for not going to Home Depot. Tomorrow I will go to Home Depot and get, the, and get, <laughs> and get a fire extinguisher. I'm very excited about this next thing that I am going to tell you. And that is, is that we have a new upside underdog. And here's my thought process on this mission project that we're going to be doing. I don't know. What would you call it? It's just an, a campaign of awareness that some animals get stuck in shelters for much longer than they should be Yeah, because they get overlooked on account of a health condition they might have or their or age older. or whatever. So Callie wants to spin a spotlight and put it right on these underdogs and undercats and under critters. Under critters. And I have a soft spot for them because my dog Blair, my old dog Blair, who has since passed, um, was an amazing underdog. No one wanted her and she was the greatest dog in the entire world. So I just want to spotlight that these dogs and cats that are overlooked sometimes can make great pets and they have a lot of love to give. And we did this, we filmed two dogs last month and then we didn't even get a chance to barely show the video that we made of them because they got adopted before I, I they got adopted by well, Upsiders. They got adopted by Upsiders because we talked about going to film them. And then we showed it on Instagram and we Upsiders were like, oh my gosh, we love these dogs. But we, we didn't even show the finished video, did we? We showed no. the video of us filming the video with the dogs and people went and got them. So we're like, okay, we're not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> so Leah and Brian have made this amazing video and our under our Upside underdog this month is Donna. <laughs> Which is great. That happens to be my mom's name, but any dog with a human Name is awesome. Okay, so just so you can see, here's Donna. Hi, Donna. She is so ugly that she's cute. She's and not ugly. Well. She just has a big head, and sometimes critters <laughs> that so have cute. big heads are adorable. Like you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here is about Donna. Donna is 10 years old. She has been at Atlanta Humane Society, the um, Howe Mill campus, for like 90 plus days, so that's too long. She is heartworm positive, so she'll need restricted activity, but that's not an issue because she's more of a... 
I would call her a Netflix and chill dog. And the the heartworm treatment is intense, but once it's over, it's over. So the restricted mm-hmm. activity is only for the duration of the of the treatment. Yeah, and it's not contagious to other dogs. If you have other dogs, don't worry about that. And the sad, here's what makes and, me sad. And the Humane Society takes care of, the heartworm yes, treatment is for. taken care of. Mm-hmm. So it's not an added expense or anything. Nope, it is paid for. Um, and the thing that makes me sad about that is that the Humane Society people were telling me that she probably lived a lot of her life outside and that's why she's heartworm positive. So she didn't have a family that allowed her to come inside very often. And um, she was brought to the Humane Society when her family moved without her. Ugh. And it, she was like a mainly an outside dog. So um, I don't know. It just makes me sad. She is so sweet. Um, and she doesn't like cats, but she's lived with dogs. She's lived with kids. She's great with both. She is the cutest underbite ever. And she's blind in one eye. She's an underdog. She's an underbite underdog. <laughs> she's an underbite underdog. So I am going to post the video of our upside underdog on my Instagram page. We'll also post it in the Facebook group. And if you think that you might know someone or you might be a good parent for Donna, she has so much love to give. She is a slow little gal, but dang it, she needs a home and she needs a family. And we also, we are also taking care of the adoption fee for Donna. I totally forgot about that. So yes, if you want to go to the Humane Society this weekend or whenever you can, um, she is at the Howell Mill campus and the adoption fee is covered by me and Jeff. Yeah, because we want all of these underdogs to find the perfect loving home to, to spend the rest of their life. So thank you in advance for considering Donna. One-eyed underbite Donna. (laughs) One-eyed underbite Donna. She is so cute. We told you yesterday, we almost warned you that we are going to be shaking you down for the next week because on Tuesday, December 3rd, we as a community are going to make a miracle happen. There are 40 kids who are in the foster care program who are not worried about being on the naughty list or the nice list. They're worried that Santa's even going to know where they are. And I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm probably, we started reading through some of the stories of the kids today, and I don't know that I'm going to be able to hold it together. Um, and I really want to do something great for these kids. Well, we are going to do something great. As a community, we're going to buy a half dozen gifts for each one of these kids. It shouldn't be a problem. We have we have between fifteen and 20,000 people who listen to every episode of this show. We have 20,000 people who get our newsletter, 25,000. We've got 1,500 people on our propositi team, almost 1,600 now. And all we need are 240 gifts. That's six gifts per kid for 40 kids. And I was looking at the price list of these gifts. A lot of them are like under 20 bucks. Um, And you can change a kid's Christmas. And these kids are so deserving. Listen to this. There's a kid named Jake. Um, This is one of the stories that that we're going to try to help out. Jake is nine years old. And he wasn't going to school. So they came and checked on him and found out that he was staying home to take care of his younger siblings because his mom was hooked on drugs. So he made the decision to not go to school because he had to take care of the younger at age nine to take care of the younger kids in his family. So Jake and his siblings were obviously removed from the house. uh, And he just wants to have a Christmas with a Hot Wheels set and Pokemon cards and a winter coat. 
three really small things that he asked for, but we as a community can come together and get that for him. And next Tuesday is the day we're going to do it. Can I read about one of the kids that I got today? Uh Um, Kayla is a one-year-old girl and she was removed from her parents' care after she was born testing positive for drugs. She is not meeting um, developmental milestones and to help her catch up with them. uh, We're trying to get her a leapfrog learning groove musical table and an activity walker. And Kayla loves Minnie Mouse. She loves Disney princesses. And she would also like a doll and clothing. And I I feel like we should say if you're new to the upside or this is the first time or your friend has told you to come listen, we're going to be doing this through an app. So don't go on Amazon and buy this stuff. Like we're going to help you um, streamline it and list all of the gifts so you can just click buy, buy, buy. Like you don't have to go search. You don't have to ask for an address. Like we're going to handle that for you. We're just telling you about the kids that we're going to be helping on Tuesday. Because we, listen, we know exactly how this works. We're going to throw a lasso around your heart and pull on it (laughs) until you agree to help these kids. So Jake and Kayla need your help. What we need you to do right now is text the word ribbon right? Like ribbon, like you're wrapping R-I-B-B-O-N. a present. Yep, a ribbon that goes on a gift. Text the word ribbon to 555-888. And if you are not already a member of our Proposity team, that will send you a link to the app. Ribbon to 555-888. Um, and, and just follow, click the link, follow the instructions on there. The team name is Upside. It's all lowercase. And then we'll explain as episodes go on exactly how we're going to do it. But it's next Tuesday, December 3rd, when we are going to help Santa out for the most deserving kids in the world. I cannot wait. And just know that um, if you're wearing mascara all week, sorry in advance. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So if you are traveling for, if you're one of the, like the gazillion and five people who are traveling for the holidays, uh, know this. You can carry a full turkey onto an airplane. That is the, wait, but okay, hold, hold, please. Yep. How do you even do that and keep it cold? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe it's already carved in Ziploc bags. I don't, I, and here's what I, I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) It's obviously the TSA who determines this. Right. So here's what they say. Uh, This all pertains to leftovers. So I guess it's not a. I guess it's not a full turkey. That'd be so odd if you just. No, it's not a full turkey. I was thinking a frozen turkey, like someone doesn't trust the grocery stores where they're going and it's like trying to bring a whole frozen turkey. That was really dumb. Now I feel really stupid. Okay. No, I thought the same. (laughs) I thought the same thing. It's a misleading headline. It says you can carry a full turkey onto an airplane. So it's. So yeah, I thought the same thing. So the basic rule, though, for traveling with leftovers is. um, Someone's going to bring a live turkey, by the way. Solid foods are okay. Oh, you thought it was a live turkey? No, 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 no. But I'm saying someone's going to read that somewhere and be like, they said I could bring because somebody would be like totally smart alecky about it. Oh, somebody I'm sure has already done it. You see the pictures all the time of the, (laughs) like the emotional support horse. Right. The emotional support squirrel. Hey, I saw the presidential pardon turkeys. Did you see them? Bread Uh -uh. and their names are bread and butter. Yeah. And I would, I felt very emotionally supported watching them today. Uh, (laughs) So if the food is solid, then you can bring it on. That includes turkey, pies, cakes, stuffing, rolls, vegetables, and casseroles. Those are all considered solid foods. Even a full uncarved Thanksgiving bird is acceptable and frozen turkeys are okay too. How would you do that? I just feel like probably if you have a turkey out of the 
I, I don't know. And then know. Um, foods that you absolutely will not be allowed to carry on as leftovers. Gravy, cranberry sauce, wine, eggnog. eggnog. Ugh, Gross. Who likes eggnog? And I know you eggnog supporters are all going to start messaging me, but I just don't get eggnog. I don't get it either. Ugh. Uh, any sort of jam or jelly. Uh, mashed potatoes, non-solid food. So they would have to get checked in your really? luggage too. Yes. Oh. Uh, three more quick travel tips. This came from the um, same TSA bulletin. Uh, make sure you're at the airport at least two hours before your domestic flight. This really is the busiest uh, travel time of the year. Uh, carving knives have to go in to check luggage. You would be, the TSA says you'd be surprised. How many people don't know that? A carving knife is like 15 inches yeah, long. I, yeah. How could you not know that? And there's an app that you can download called the MyTSA app with a feature that says, can I bring? No, you, that's can, nice. Making it easy. You can just click on that and see uh, see what you can bring and what you can't bring. All right. We got to say hello to our advertisers and thank you so much. One of them is Kelly's favorite gift this holiday season or one of her favorite gifts. It is the Skylight. It is a digital photo frame that, and when you set it up, you create an email address that you can remember and then you can email pictures to the email address. They'll pop right up on the frame. So this is a great gift for in-laws, parents, grandparents, because you can make it as easy as possible on them. You will not have to call and go over a tutorial with them, which is about, the highlight of a gift for Jeff. How about this? If you are uh, in, a, in a family where one person travels a lot, uh, you can just leave the picture frame at home. And then the person who's traveling can send pictures from wherever we they are. We should actually do that with my parents, but we should give them the email address to our frame because my parents are like somewhere amazing every five seconds. And that's how we'll keep up with them. Right. No, Absolutely. Te no texting needed. Okay. So since you're an upsider, you get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com, just enter the code upside. And that is $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com and enter the code upside. Welcome to the Upside Brooklyn Bedding. If you are in the market for a new mattress, Brooklyn Bedding has you covered. They literally own building a better mattress. They're American made. They're, uh, uh, they've got their own state-of-the-art factory in Arizona and they build every mattress just for you. Like literally, they build a mattress for you when you buy it from them. Two brothers started out 25 years ago in Phoenix. They learned everything they could about building the best possible sleep solution. And then they decided to expand nationwide. And in 2008, shipped the very first bed in a box. And up till today, every mattress they sell is handcrafted, on demand, and delivered right to your door. If you're wondering why they're called Brooklyn Bedding, it's because they're named after their daughter. The company's named after their daughter. It's a family-owned business. Uh, so that's why a Phoenix, Arizona company is called Brooklyn Bedding. They've got a 120-night free trial. They've got a 10-year warranty, and they've got 25% off for you because you are an upsider. That includes mattresses and sleep accessories. Use the promo code UPSIDE25. You'll also get free shipping. BrooklynBedding.com. Upside 25 is your code to get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price. I have an embarrassing story to tell. Okay. So, and you've been driving an SUV for a really long time. So you probably don't remember your switch from a car to an SUV, but I made that switch 
last, what was it, January? I thought you had SUVs before. I did, but then I went on a hiatus, not a hiatus, but I, I drove an SUV in college. And then since college, I've just had cars. Okay. Well, what was it in January? I got, we bought an SUV. Yep. And I still can't park it. <laughs> what do you mean you can't park it? I have to repark it every single time I park. Like, like if you go to the mall and you pull into a spot, you have to back up and then re More in. often than not. Really? I can't get the hang of it. And here's the more embarrassing. Here's why, what makes it embarrassing. So what is it about? Well, hold on. I'm just curious because you don't have, like your, your car is, is not one of like the giant. It's not like a suburban four, long. The three yeah. rows of seats and mm -mm. still, uh, uh, you know, a, a ton of luggage room. It's, it's a. It's no bigger than a car lengthwise, is it? I don't know, but it's like, to, I, it feels bigger. It feels like okay. I'm sitting around in a bubble all the time. All right. And the thing is, is that where I work, I work at the CNN Center yep. downtown, yep. right? Lots of security. So from the second you get near CNN, there's security basically watching all the employees come in. It's really safe. It's very nice. However, <laughs> Uh, there is a guy that sits like one of the security officers who there's a couple that watch the parking lot that I have, like I can see. And same, every day, same, they, same guys every day, not the same guys every day, oh, okay. but like they watch me struggle. And here's the thing is sometimes, and I don't know if like the spots are really skinny at work or what the deal is. But the other day I pulled into a spot and then I'm like, Oh, there's one closer. So I backed out, went to the one that was closer, then realized I was too close to the expectant mother parking. And I'm like, oh, well, that's so mean. Like I can't park too close to someone, especially if it's an expectant mother. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna back up and pull in again. Then I realized after I backed up a little you know, bit. You know, at this point, the security guard who's watching you has called for backup. I know, that's why I really think that he's like, what is this lunatic doing? <laughs> and so then I back out, pull back into the spot, like yeah. just to like straighten up or whatever. Then I realized, you know what? My car is probably too big for this spot. And then I was like, so do I shimmy out my door so I don't have to embarrass my time for the third time reparking in front of these two security officers? Or do I just like, you know, or do I be like, whatever, I'm just going to repark. So I parked, I shimmied out. Yep. And um, if you had reparked, would it have been the third or the fourth spot uh, that you had been in that same? It would have been the fourth time I backed up. I guarantee you, because it might not be the same person like in the same spot every day. Mm -hmm. But if you back out and re-pull in every day, they have a nickname for you. Oh, I'm sure that they do. Especially and at the time you go to work, there's only 20 people I mean, people I coming. would. Yeah. Well, and actually like the, they know me. So, I mean, not they know me, they know the employees. Yeah. So like they know names and we have our ID You're, badge cards and whatever. Yeah, they know you as Bad Parking Betty. <laughs> <laughs> so the they, other morning, I'm have, like, they probably have bets on when you are going to back into somebody. So probably. So I made, <laughs> I made a judgment call to like, I was like, okay, I will be a little uncomfortable, like getting out of my car. Cause most people that park there, you know, they don't have passengers. It's like one person. Yeah. Cause you you're know going to work. I, right. Cause you're going to work. So I was like, okay, so I'll be a little uncomfortable as the driver getting out. Um, and it wasn't bad. I wasn't over the line. It was just a little snug. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, he won't see me. And I, I don't need him to say anything to me. So I'm not going to repark for the fourth time. Walk up to the thing. And the guy was like, 
Soza, you were the car. <laughs> So he noticed it anyway. So I should have just reaffirmed. Of course he noticed it. You go to work at four in the morning. There's nothing for them to look at except for the people who are pulling into the parking right. deck they're in charge of. Yeah. So of course I'm he's like looking really at embarrassed. You. And I know these guys, I see them every day. So I'm sure they're like, what is wrong with this woman? I've had the car since January. Still cannot park it. Uh, keep practicing. Practice makes perfect. Is it, I mean, am I ever going to learn or is it just one of those things where I I'm just not someone that's a good driver of SUVs? Honestly, I think it has to be in your head because I don't think your car is, is significantly bigger. I don't think your yours. SUV is significantly bigger than a car. It's taller. Yeah, I just don't know why I can't feel my way around in the car. Like, it's, anyways, I'm really embarrassed. Oh, maybe year two will be your year with that car. <laughs> I hope so. Or we, or we should trade it in and get you one of those little smart cars. Beep, beep. Like beep, beep. Two passengers, no <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a great idea on Atlanta freeways. I would be like eating. Um, the, the message that we got that we played two days ago has drawn a lot of attention um, from from upside listeners, and we have an update. This is which the, message? This is the woman whose mother in law is your worst nightmare. Oh, the one that was like, "Hey, after Thanksgiving, we need to chat. I need to talk to you about something." Yeah, and sent it like two weeks ago. No, before Thanksgiving mm -hmm. at three in the morning. So she's so this woman wakes up to a message from her mother in law. From 3 a.m. going, what? I got to do what? So I sent her a message and, and asked her if she could keep us updated on the story okay. or come on with us when she had an update. Mm -hmm. Here's what she wrote. I have a non-update update for you. She called and said she still wants to sit down and talk after Thanksgiving, but she won't reveal the topic. Talk about anxiety, exclamation point. I don't know if it's health related. I don't know if it's about my kids. I don't know if it's about family. I don't know if there's drama. And it's definitely going to be awkward because I am having Thanksgiving dinner with her. So well, I want to know what her husband says about this. I didn't ask. Because like, I feel like if your mom did that to me, you would run interference. Maybe. I don't know. Let me ask. I'm going to type back to her right now. Does your husband have any thoughts? Oops. Any? Because you know if my parents did that to you, I would be like, parents, what's so, the deal? Not cool. So I wrote, you'll see her on Thanksgiving? That's so weird. Good luck. And she goes, yep, I'll see her at dinner. I'll keep you posted. Mm. And then she goes, thanks. So I just wrote back to her and said, did your husband have any thoughts? Um, we've got like five minutes left in the show. If, if. I hear back from her before the end okay. of the show, then we'll, we'll, I'll share it. If not, we'll do it in tomorrow's episode. Thank you to Skillshare for sponsoring this week's shows, this week's Upside episodes. Skillshare is a online learning community where you can learn pretty much anything. So whether it's how to do a tablescape for Thanksgiving or how to arrange grocery store flowers, um, or actually anything for your business too. They really run the gamut. You can find it on Skillshare. And because you're an upsider, they're going to give you two free months worth of classes. So go sign up and take advantage of that. Go to Skillshare.com slash upside. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash upside for two months of free classes with Skillshare. I went down a wormhole on Twitter mm -hmm. of weird Thanksgiving recipes. Somebody tweeted a writer 
said, hey, what weird retro recipes does your family still make for Thanksgiving dinner? Just curious. And I started reading the responses. Okay. Uh, there is something, and they're disgusting. Okay. There's something called seafoam salad. Ew. It's green. It's made with lime jello, canned pears, cream cheese, and Cool Whip. I know exactly what that looks like. Have you ever seen one? No. Yeah. It sounds so gross. Uh, there's one called, somebody wrote a recipe for bologna cake. Oh, I saw that. It looks like a layered cake, but it's bologna, ranch dressing, cheese Whiz, and green olives. Where did you see it? That's disgusting. I saw a picture. Maybe I saw this tweet. Oh, God. So gross. Um, Thanksgiving succotash, which is a can of corn, a can of beans, and a can of mushrooms Ooh. all baked together. You hate all of those things. Yeah. Oh, that's a nightmare. And the strangest one is magic tomato soup cake. It is a tomato flavored cake topped with chocolate frosting. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. We have a weird um, Thanksgiving side that my mom always makes, but it's actually really good. Uh, have I had it? The jello salad. I think I've seen it. It's really good. <laughs> it's like cherry jello, which yes, I know is disgusting. Um, but you only eat it once a year. And like cranberries and um like pecans. That, that's why I've only looked at it. I feel the same way about cranberries as I do about raisins. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're it's really good. And um then on top there's some sort of like sour cream, cream cheese top so it's like half and half it's really good it's it was my grandmother's recipe or not her recipe but she used to make it all the time and now my mom makes it and it's really good i can't imagine thanksgiving without it why do so many old people have a fascination with jello, jello? i was just was gonna it, ask that was it like invented in the height of their era and so they wanted to make everything they possibly could with it don't you feel like jello is such a like 60s and 70s kid yeah. thing though yes yeah it's so weird I wonder when it was invented. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. No update from our friend with the dramatic mother-in-law. Womp womp. Uh, but if she gives an update on her husband, have any thoughts, we'll, we'll put it in tomorrow's episode. I bet episode. it's about kids. I'm calling it. If they have kids, I bet it's about kids' Christmas presents. Sadly, I think it might be... Like health related. But then why wouldn't she say, I want to talk to you and husband? Oh, oh. Like she's singling the wife out. So she wants to have a conversation with the, okay, that makes, that is a good point. Or maybe it's about something that they're getting her husband for Christmas that they need her help with. Or what if it's that the mother-in-law doesn't like one of the Christmas traditions and want, and it's comes from the wife's side of the family, so she wants to kibosh it. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. All right. I guess we'll all find out together as the story unfolds. As the Thanksgiving dinner turns. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Megan from Louisville. Um, I was just calling to tell you uh, what I remember about my grandparents' house. Uh, my mom still is alive, but she's recently renovated a few things. 
And uh, when I was a little girl, they had a central heating furnace where the grate was actually in the floor. And uh, I hated walking on it as a kid because it hurt. But now that she doesn't have it, I really miss it. It's kind of crazy how the, that works out. Um, I love listening to the show, and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much. If you've listened to even a few episodes of this show, you know that Callie and I are big fans of taking care of your mental health. But we also know that this is new to a lot of people. Sometimes walking into a therapist's appointment is really, really intimidating, so much so that you just don't make an appointment. Well, there's a company called BetterHelp that has a way for you to talk to a professional counselor in a secure, private manner from wherever you are. It's called BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com, use the code UPSIDE, you can save 10% and start communicating to a counselor in under 24 hours. doesn't matter if you're on a desktop computer, if you're on a mobile device, Android, iOS, Apple, none of, all that is accepted. You can have video sessions, phone sessions, it's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. Go to BetterHelp.com slash UPSIDE, save 10%. Hey guys, it's Susan. I'm calling from Bethlehem. I just wanted to let you know this may be the only time that I can say that I am disappointed in you guys. You said you don't like Tang, and it's amazing. You have to drink it hot, though, not cold. And there is also a recipe that you can look up, Google it. Um, it's called Russian tea, and it's amazing for the fall, Christmas time, cinnamon, cloves, Tang. It's amazing. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Kim from Cummings, Georgia. I am calling to say that I think we're not thinking big enough. 40, need, 40 children with 120 needs. Upsiders are going to crush that in a very short amount of time. I think we need to double that number. See if we can do 80 kids. Oh, heck. Round it up. 100. We can do it. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Laura from Columbia, South Carolina. I just had to pause the Tuesday show as you guys were talking about standing your ground when someone is hurtful. I read an article recently that takes that philosophy and applies it to racist and sexist jokes. And the submissions from the article all spoke about hearing what someone is calling a joke in an inappropriate sexist or racist context and responding to them that I don't get it or can you explain that to me? And generally using those statements where the so-called joker has to explain the thought process behind that joke makes them super uncomfortable and they generally realize how inappropriate it was or that you just don't tolerate it and won't hear it. Hopefully that helps someone listening and have a great week, Upsiders. Hey, this is Bella from Woodstock, Georgia. I just wanted to say I love your show and you guys are doing great. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Hey guys, it's Jen. Um, you was listening to the podcast about, and you asked about the um, things that you remember from your grandparents. My grandmother passed when I was six of ALS. Her name was Effie, but I have the odd memories of her. She would send me to the store with my grandfather to pick up uh, devil food cookies, red pistachio nuts, and the multi-flavored Tums. Every single time it was the same thing but she swore he couldn't remember it love you guys have a great thanksgiving bye so in all that you do in all of your life i wish you the strength and the grace 
to make those choices which will allow you and your neighbor to become the best of whoever you are. Okay, bye.